take two. Uh, you're listening to 91.3 FM, WTSR, Underground, Fall 2019. I am Connor. I am here with Guy from Idle Wave. What's going on, Guy? Howdy. So, you just played. It was sick, but I wanted to get your thoughts about the performance. Felt really nice. It was cool. It was relaxing. I'm uh, running on uh, little to no sleep, so I was surprised that I stood the whole time and didn't pass out, so that was nice. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. It had a great flow. Um, I'm also here with Dylan. What's good? That was Dylan. Uh, Dylan, you have a question? Um, not off my head, but let's just let's just uh, let's just get this uh, interview rolling. I'll think of something. All right, let's do it. Um, so, big thing is the music. Can you just kind of describe your music to a new listener? To a new listener, um, the EP I put out last year. I would say is very in the vein of bands like the Wonder Years and pop punk bands with a sprinkle of emo, um, similar to like Taking Back Sunday. There's also some Weezer vibes going on. So if you like any of those bands, if you haven't heard any of those bands, go check them out, of course, because they're pretty massive acts right now. But um, pretty high energy. We use a lot of acoustic guitar on the recording as some like layering. So there's some cool nifty little things thrown in there. And the songs are there. It was the first time we wrote songs that were. We took two years to write these songs, and I would write one, let it develop, play it out a couple times, change some parts, and really try to make it as perfect in that time as possible. No boring sections, really to the point. The song Calm, I think, is around two minutes. We originally had an outro for it, and it was way slower, and we bumped the BPM up past like 200 bpm and then we cut out that last part so it's literally just first chorus first chorus and we're like that's a song that's great and a lot of we've been getting a lot of positive feedback on that song specifically too so really goes to show uh people's attention span <laughs> you know i got a oh, whoops i got a big question about your songwriting process so you say that it takes about like recently it's been taking like two years to really develop a song into what you want to make it into right that was for these songs because we yeah. yeah we'll finish your question yeah um do you find yourself as you mature as you get older as you go through life um do the lyrics still apply to how you feel now or do you catch yourself change tweaking the lyrics changing them as your view goes on because if you're writing like very personal and uh like deep meaning to yourself you know do you ever find yourself being like oh well you know i don't feel that way anymore or do you just kind of keep as a little time terms capsule? in in writing um definitely time capsule um w with the older eps a lot of the songs were way angrier and they were just like i was definitely more angry about certain things in my life and i've definitely taken it upon myself to be more self-aware in the last couple of years and self-awareness is has been really key for me to just understand how fortunate we are and my friends and a lot of people I know and interact with that we're able to do what we do. And that's kind of helped with the newer songwriting, tackling things that impact people more. Cause a lot of the issues I discussed weren't really relatable to a lot of people. And so I try to hit things that I feel like a lot of people like are frustrated with and reoccurring themes that are easy to understand that in three minutes of writing these poems that you're like yelling at people, they could kind of get the gist of it and feel it. Um, but those songs that took two years, we were originally working on a, uh, 
a like singles deal with those four songs and mostly heaven knows was the one that took two years to fully develop before we tracked it it was pretty much done for a little bit um but then you have a song like you caught me that we wrote in a month or calm took three to four months and it's of just because once we found out we were doing this deal we wrote you caught me as like the banger like this needs to happen this needs to be like the start of the whole shindig and uh so that one took relatively quick. I mean, the ideas and the experiences it was developed off of happened a year prior to, but still, like, sometimes it takes that emotion out. But um, the, yeah, that's an interesting question because I don't think I change lyrics in that way, of, especially I'm working on stuff right now where I'm even a different person than I, when I put the EP out or when I was writing those songs. So... It's interesting to think of them in that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with the album coming up, are you kind of taking a different songwriting process? Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Cr- it's crazy. So this is uh, my first full length I've ever worked on. And it's to- mostly the writing is by myself. And then I meet up with... A pr- I get the friend's seal of approval. I'll show it to a couple friends. Like my roommate will workshop it. And then I'll take it to my producer and we'll demo it. And a lot of a lot of its culmination comes through in that process. But uh, the first song on the record, I it was completely improv in one swing when I turned my uh, voice memo recorder on. I just started playing and just off the top of my head some lyrics about how I was feeling, and it was so perfect when I ended it. It felt like a take. Like It felt like this was a take, and it was the take. So I wanted to get that vibe as well as I could when we took it to a studio. And that opened the door for this whole idea of how to write like that. I took a bunch of unfinished ideas that would have been the next EP or collection of songs and kind of brought them into this more acoustic-based indie vibe. Um, Still very emo, very sad. Way more emo than pop punk and way more indie than pop punk. And uh, writing songs in that way, I think I demoed another one to you guys before. And I was just like, what do you think of this? Because that's like in the... Like, that's a perfect example of, I wrote that a couple months ago, kind of tweaked the lyrics, and now I'm just like, how do you feel about this? Because I flip-flop. It's like, mm-hmm. it's it's such a, I really am afraid of recording it and then regretting to record it, just because I have, like, one at bat, you know? That's the way I look at it. It's like, there's no, oh, like, take years to do this or whatever and try this out. This is like, I need the song to just really, like, grip you. A lot of artists have a love-hate relationship with recording in the studio. Like, some artists live in the studio, they record prolifically, and they stay there, and they put their time and their money into it, and other artists hate it, they get super anxious, uh, you know, they, they don't like, you know, doing take over, take over, take. What is your um, position on, you know, like, your relationship with the studio? It always hits me when I'm there this is what I look forward to in my life. And every time I go to a recording studio, even to just hang out, if it's not my session, if I'm just very fortunate to be in a friend's session or I'm just there helping out, or if I do any kind of session work, like playing with somebody, I'm just like, it's a great reminder that this is what I love to do. And this is why I do it. That's like my thing at the end of the day. So it's great. The new songs have been very low key. Um, 
awesome relaxing sessions because i record basically 10 minutes from where i live so that's good when we did the ep it was like an hour and a half away and then we had bring all our gear it was a great location and we were staying at our guitar player's house too so that worked out which was five ten minutes down the road from there but when when i did heaven and calm that session i was just coming off of a cold and i really needed to finish this and they needed to be done in these two days and i I just i had to give it my all it was brutal i was like doing everything i could to stay awake um coffee after coffee i must have had like nine cups of coffee that day took two showers while i was at the studio it was crazy i was like stripping clothes i was like no i'm uncomfortable like it was really like a panic attack i had basically a mental breakdown when i was rec- doing vocals for those songs but i think they came out awesome and which is like a great payoff because you listen to the song it's like oh this is cool it's not like wow this guy sounds like he's having a mental breakdown which i like like hiding behind that, that that's um you know it's funny that you said that where it's just like it's because when you describe that song, you're just coming off a cold you can barely stay awake you're all caffeined up you're like you feel gross and nasty that you need to shower twice. You're having, it's like that doesn't sound like a good time, but like no. when, but when you go through it and then you come out of it and then you reap the fruit, like the fruits of your labor, it's like it makes it so. It's like oh yeah, that was actually really fun. Yeah, you know? and it's just it's like, like I want to do that again. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like it's like remember that time I almost killed myself to record that song. It's like oh, it was cool. It's, it's like runners high. Yeah. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um, do you have a question? We can check from the list. Yeah, I, I got a, you got another question? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dylan's got tons of questions. Um, as a, would you consider yourself a... Oh, okay. One question before we get to the, my other one. Um, where'd you record? You said you could record 10 minutes away from you? Yeah, so I've been working with Eric Romero. And, yeah. um, We're he, at Nasbury? So he, he lives 10 minutes away, so we do some stuff at his house, and we also go to Cedar Sounds. Which is connected to the Firehouse Studio, I believe it's called. In um, it's on Port Opec, Ave and uh, Oceanport, okay, I think. Okay. Yeah, so it's right over there, and it's been great for doing a lot of sound, like drum sounds there and everything. And then Eric, we literally have. He's got a room in his house that's like his little like demo workshop room. It's kind of like a office, and um, it's cool. A lot of guitars we cut in there for the demos ended up making it onto the the recording because they just sound so nice and he's got a, amazing mics and he's un unreal like he's really crazy yeah um so my next question w- would you consider yourself to be a diy band like new nj diy like do it yourself like indie like part of you know this little greater scene that's going on in the area uh i guess so i don't i don't know why i wouldn't be yeah well like i was gonna say it's like what what are some of your favorite shows you've played and like with some of the bands in the area? Like who are some of your favorite acts to be playing with and going out with and stuff like that? Uh, Late Waves is one of my favorites. Um, very, very fortunate to play with them at the brewery a couple months ago. And we played with two really sick touring bands they introduced me to. Uh, Anyone Anyway, who's crazy. They're really good. If you're into heavier music especially, they're killing it right now. And then um, West Means Home, uh, pop punk band from the South great great hangs uh and then also our friend john joined bobby mahoney and the seventh son who's been cutting his teeth forever and they've been getting awesome opportunities and we got to finally play a show with them back in march and it was just a great time because we we actually hang out with them and it's it's very good even though 
you know, we probably have different listeners in terms of like music as a grand scale, but I think it's really great when you could find like friends bands. It takes a while too to find. We used to play shows with a band called Grin and Bear and oh, they yeah, I know Grin and Bear. They like it was one of the saddest things when they broke up because we had so many memories with that band. Like we went out to Pennsylvania and played a couple shows with that band. And that was like one of the only bands we did stuff like that with. Um, and then uh, Halogens are sick. We just got to play a big show with them, which was cool because we haven't played with them in years, and uh, they're a great time. But yeah, I get. I I don't know what's the alternative to DIY. Like what's a not to name that, bands, that, it, but it was, what's, it was yeah. just kind of like. Uh, like, of course, like, yeah, I'm part of the, like, you know, it's just like a, yeah. Question. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. It's early. And I didn't mean to offend you or. No, um, no, I'm not offended. I'm just wondering, like, you. what's the, no, like, is it a like, label thing? Like, it's like, I feel like it's more of like an attitude thing. Just being like, are you with, like, are you, like, do you, like, kind of like how involved in the community you are? Because there's yeah. some people, they just kind of like write music and like they play some shows and they just kind of like. They kind of stay in their own little bubble, but like people like 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 obviously you are like very involved in the scene. You have friends in the scene. You tour with people, and I I just feel like as like being that New Jersey is so small, and you know this, the music community is so intertwined with each other. Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's just important to be like, yeah. I don't know. Just like talk about it and just spread awareness of it. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. No, I definitely feel. You know, I feel more at home going to going to shows than i did in high school so i guess that's the answer it's yeah i don't know what the alternative would be like being a a label like a band that kind of was made by a label or it's like this is your your point to do this and kind of disregard the other bands that are trying it because we all got to work together too i definitely like understand that yeah but like definitely thinking in hindsight like i do know some bands that are like um especially like kids i know from high school that play in bands and like, they don't go to any other sh- people's shows. They don't listen to other people's music. They just, like, play the Stone Pony once every other month and just kind of... I'm probably not that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Not I know. anymore, at least. Maybe when I was, like, 17 or whatever. But, yeah. No, I... Um, yeah, hang out. Yeah. Hang out a little bit. That's good. Say, um, what is one of the craziest shows you've ever played? Crazy experiences. Like, you know? Crazy experience. Like favorite show you've ever played. All right, so I always go back to this one. Um, when we were, I was a sophomore in college, and we just started throwing house shows at our friend's house, and um, we booked a show. It was literally all my friends' bands, and uh, that's how we met Halogens too, because our roommate Dave, um, his cousin is Charlie. So it was Halogens, basically the three main core members of idol wave back when we were playing like my high school band's music and we did a bunch of covers too and then two of our other friends bands and it was just we we to this day that was the most fun time the house was packed um literally i i gotta send you footage of it because it looks like if you ever played guitar hero the basement venue in the first level it literally looks exactly like and they did not Plan that it's crazy back when like i played i played the game recently like a year or two ago i was like yo i had to pause that. i'm like this is john and dave's house like <laughs> this is the echoplex to a t and uh that show was just like it was a kind of deal where I, I was playing and i was like hey could you guys refill my beer and i handed a cup to the person in the front of the row they crowd surf the cup back 
and like crowd surfed it back to me and it was full like i don't know what was in it but it was fun and it was it was just a good time <laughs> um really just uh when we did a couple covers people were losing their mind it was just, it was just a really fun time a lot of people are always like that show was great and yeah that was a, a point in my life where a lot of things were coming together i was overcoming a bunch of like issues i've been dealing with at home and i really like found my friends which i know sounds so like lame and cliche oh, no, but dude, that, that's what it's all that about was, yeah that was a big deal for me coming off of like getting kicked out of a place i was living in and just going through like relationships with people that we were clearly from two very different like worlds and understandings and everything and uh really finding my like home and like being accepted somewhere for the first time like really ever in my life i'm still f great friends with these people like i was with them last night the same people that i lived with six seven years ago like <laughs> so check the list yeah so we want to ask you a couple fun questions um I had some requests for some people. Uh, we wanted to know your Wawa order. Okay. Um, Very serious question. Yeah. I. Uh, I know you're a, you're a North Jersey boy, so I don't want to hear any of that quick check. No, uh, no, 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 no. Wawa was like it wa was is the best thing. Uh, what am I doing? I'm trying to imagine. What I'm tasting like the veggie sandwich, like mm -hmm. just like. All right. Always go the full size. Um, oh, for sure. Veggies. For sure. Like uh, spinach, cucumber, banana peppers, um, lettuce, tomato, like seasoning, like oregano, salt, pepper, maybe like mayo on it. My girlfriend got me one recently just because we, I forgot where we were driving, but she's like, here, I got you a sandwich. I'm like, you're the best. Like, this, like it was perfect. It was just that like disgusting Wawa veggie sandwich that they clearly like, like squeeze. In the best way possible. Well, they squeeze it like the bread's the worst part because they squeeze it and it's just like a, a tube basically, yeah. like, which is weird. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I love though, I'll treat myself the, uh, the grapes with the cheese pieces and uh, um and it's like a like cinnamon loaf they give you with it too it's unreal so good um yeah that's pretty good coffee you can't go wrong with the wawa coffee and those little chocolates i was trying the like caffeine chocolates they don't really work too well but it was cool i was going to say are you more of a hoagie fest man or a Subtopia guy you know hoagie what fest is? Yeah. yeah probably hoagie fest i don't know Subtopia is just such a great deal you know? Is that the dollar coffee one? No, dollar, I think dollar coffee is like reg, like random holidays they have. Yeah, yeah, and they do it like forever. I was I'm like shocked when the, they're like, oh yeah, that's like one seventy. I'm like, oh wow, you guys are done with dollar coffee. Like yeah. I had no idea. Like uh, like Subtopia is like smoothies are mad cheap. You know. I don't know, I don't think I've ever gotten a smoothie. Uh, oh, well, and then smoothies are. Bomb. Of course the uh, so bomb the uh, turkey. The Thanksgiving feast sandwich. I forgot oh, yeah. what it's called. It's like the cranberries the and stuff. The gobbler. Right? Yeah. Gobbler. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I feel terrible after eating it, but <laughs> something about it. <laughs> um, another fun question. We you brought it up like as a half joke before, but I actually want to pick your brain about this. What are some of your favorite sporkle quizzes? Sporkle quiz. Um, I'm so bad at all of them. Uh, it depends who I'm with, cause. Do you do it group quizzes? You actually, wait. Oh, no. I haven't had a computer for years. No, actually, I can answer my favorite one. The movie posters. Okay. It's like, what? what's yeah. the movie? That's Those are my favorite. 
because there's a bunch. They suck you in. It's like movie poster 511. Like, there's so many of them. Is Sporkle still a thing? Oh, do people do it? Oh, yeah. I or is it like Minecraft? I, mean, I haven't done it since maybe high school, but yeah. I guess it's back. I haven't done it since maybe last week. I'm on that Amazing. constantly. I What's had, your favorite? Well, like, I, I said, um... The countries? Yeah, well, yeah, countries of the world. Nice. I was in a... I used to be an international studies major, and I had, like, my international studies class, and 10% of the class was map quizzes. So I would just hop on that <laughs> and just, like, do, like, 195 countries in, like, 10 minutes. I love like, not that. even... I have my whole method, like... That's the most alpha thing I've ever heard. Like, that's, yeah, like, taking like, advantage of a situation. And, like, the sad part is, I was doing the map quizzes in high school, too, like, yeah. before I got to college. Yeah. So, like, as soon as I walked in, I'm like, I'm ready. Give me that 100%. No, that's awesome. I'm also a big fan of um, the President's Sporkle Quiz. Just just a yeah. good reminder to remember who Chester A. Arthur is. I... I, there was a point where I was pretty close with, like, as many presidents as I could be. A little out of order, but now I'm just, like, I, I, I couldn't tell you, like, five presidents ago. Like, <laughs> I'd have to really think about it. But, um, yeah. I mean, we got more questions. We want to try them out. Yeah, go for it. Let's see. What's your favorite Sporkle quiz, Connor? Um... Honestly, I used to do those like movie ones too, but yeah. I feel like it wasn't movie posters. It was like movie characters or something. So I'm trying to think why you had to like match them up to the actor or actress. I forget what it was. There's a million. I know there, like there's that. tons. I also of them, but... thought of this the other day. Back when I was in high school and I was like playing guitar and learning like you know songs from big bands that were already established and everything. I I knew like every band member's name in every yeah. band. I could tell you like the bass player in Journey and stuff like that. I don't remember any of that now. I'm really bad with it. Like very bad with like oh what's the guitar player from like this band or it's like oh my god like. Now you I was, used to know everybody's name. I was so I would do those thing. on Sporkle, too. Yeah. Like the band, like greatest classic rock drummers of all time. I or like albums or something. I think they had those kind of quizzes. You had to like know who the album was. All that kinds of stuff. Um, it's too much. To stray away from Sporkle. Favorite <laughs> Guitar Why? Hero game. Um, and there is uh, a I right answer to this. Well, The answer is Rock Band. Well, the answer the answer is two. Yeah. The answer is two. Uh, we all know the problem with one is the technology wasn't up to par. Like the hammer-ons were really hard. But I think one might have my favorite personal track list. Um, two is like the game though, and then I have a very special part in my heart for three. I'm about to nerd out really hard on Guitar Hero. I the, think Guitar Hero three. Yeah. Is one of the best games of all time there are two things that got me in three things that got me into music my dad was a musician and i liked my dad growing up so <laughs> i still like him now hey dad if you're listening i like you i think you're a swell guy i like you two uh jack black school of rock yeah of course three, guitar hero three like those three i'm like all right sign me up my roommate quotes school of rock so much and it's hysterical i i actually worked at two school of rocks for a couple years too it's so fun it, like that movie has some un, like, unbelievable quotes that you never really think of, and he's just like all about it. But uh, so in between, before three came out, when two and one were the only thing, I had like no friends, and people on YouTube would make song charts, and I would 
sit at the computer with the controller and pretend <laughs> to play along to like songs that like they had like Stairway to Heaven or songs that were never in the games at the time. And then I remember before three came out when people were guessing what the song lists were and like i would like try to go on and find like any song like that was my thing i would try to be curious of what the new song list is and then when three came out it was like one of those days that just like i'll never forget like getting the game and like cracking it open and just like oh my god and i remember nobody could beat raining blood and nobody could beat um one like the end solo and I had to beat it for a bunch of people and end up being the devil went down to Georgia but then when my roommate brought the Guitar Hero games to our apartment like a year ago I got back into them and I like for some reason I can't beat the devil like it's just like it's way too I can't do the like playing and the like throw what, what things at him and stuff oh yeah 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 I was no, I'm, on, a real, I'm a real player. Yeah, right, so. I'm, I'm kind of a poser. I, I was on that medium. No! I, oh yeah, well, the medium grind. Also, no! also keep in oh. mind, I was 11. And That's the best age to do it. Yeah, you're right. I can't do it now. I get like carpal tunnel. Like, yeah. It's crazy. I was Yeah, I was, uh, when did three come out? I was in eighth grade. I think like 2008? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Really? Get Jamie, old. look it up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, it was 2008. Could have sworn it was like 2011. And then, uh, Sla like, you had to play against Slash. Yeah. You yeah, I play, can't. You had to play against Tom Morello. That game is, like, I mean, there's an argument for all of them to be the best, but I think for my, like, my friends and everything, like, 2 was the first one we noticed. Like, people had 2, and, um, that was it. October 28th, 2007. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I was doing like a class project with somebody in my math class too, and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah that's fine. That's the answer. All right, I want to play Guitar Hero now." And it's like the first level and everything. Oh god, slow ride. Slow. It was ride. in the trailer and everything. Oh, got so hyped up for it, and then they just sucked after that. They were so bad. Those games. Rock Band was also one of the most fun days of my life too. When we got Rock Band, I had a bunch of friends over, and we spent the entire. It rained that day. We spent like twelve hours in my living room traveling the world playing these songs i was playing drums on like medium mode drums that's how i best. learned how to play drums a lot of my friend my friend john i keep bringing him up he learned how to play drums from rock band i learned how to play drums from rock band like so much fun playing drums on medium and it was oh god that that song list was amazing too that was such a fun game too i oh remember my god. i got rock band for my birthday like the year it came out and um creep was like the first by radiohead yep. was the first song and you know, I had like my little like family birthday party and stuff. And me and my cousins were playing, and I was too nervous to sing in front of my family, so I just held it up to the TV and like, cause like they didn't take out the vocals. Yeah, yeah. So I just like had the TV sing it for That's me. So funny. Yeah. I love. Oh my god, that was so much fun. And I um I was talking to somebody else about this like such a gateway drug into finding new bands and stuff when you're like oh, 100%. when you grow up in Bergen County, New Jersey and like the only band people listen to is The Fray. We were talking about this last night. I, I went to the worst high school in the world. Like the, it was so small and like the only genre people listened to was adult alternative. And like I would play like a Jimi Hendrix song at a talent show, and people were like, "What is this?" And I was like, "What do you mean? Wasn't this like the, a big a big hit?" And like I would play Green Day, and they're just like, "Oh, I, I want to hear Matt play Jason Mraz, though. I really like that song." And it's just like lame. I still think those songs are lame. If Jason Mraz, The Fray, or like Jack Johnson, if any of you are listening right now, you are lame in my eyes. You are the opposite of punk, the furthest <laughs> thing from DIY. Like, get out of here. 
Yeah, when I asked if you were a DIY band, I, I really meant, do you listen to Jason Mraz? Oh, hard no. I, like, that's what I really... I didn't oh want to God. offend you just in case you did, but now I know. I... Oh, my God. I heard... Uh, uh, what's the song? I'm Yours. Yeah. The other day, I literally think that's the worst... That's top contender for the worst song of all time. Like, I really don't like that at all. Um... Is that the song that people play on the ukulele? The Jason Mraz Probably. song? Um, I saw a really interesting Twitter thread. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Have you ever heard of 100 Gex? Oh, sounds very familiar. Very interesting. Like no, They're like very noisy, but they're very cool. You should definitely look them up. I'll show yeah. them you after this. But um, Dylan Brady, one of the guys in it, uh, he tweeted, what's the worst, what's objectively the worst instrument in the world? And just the entire Twitter thread was just ukulele. Yeah, it's either ukulele or harmonica for me. I, I feel I, like the harmo- dad generation is harmonica. Harmonica. Our generation's ukulele. Harmonica is very can be appropriate in songs though. Yeah. If you hear a ukulele song, if I hear a ukulele song, skip. You just skip it. Get it out of the library. Get it out of the queue. I don't know. What what's a good the only guy that can do ukulele is Brutta is. The guy that did a Somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. Um, He's the only person that's allowed to do it. I used to be in this band, uh, New Politics, like when they first broke. Uh, they got they got very poppy. But, I mean, it, it all made sense because by the time, like, I'd like them for a couple years, they got picked up by, like, Fall Out Boy, and they were playing shows with them. So I knew that path was going to happen for them. But that guy, Soren, still one of my favorite vocalists, he would play a ukulele, and it wouldn't be lame. Really? Yeah, and they would play like full band, and he would have a ukulele and switch from that to guitar, and it just, I don't know, it like wasn't that lame, but ukulele like 10 times out of 10, it's just like, it's not a real guitar. Like, <laughs> I think 21 Pilots has a ukulele too. They right? do it a lot yeah. too. Yeah. But How do you it works feel about out. 21 Pilots? So, this is so funny, I had all these conversations last night, it never hit for me. And I again, I used to teach to like middle schoolers. So the only instead of them knowing like bands or songs, they're like, I just want to play Twenty One Pilots. Like not even being able to name a song or anything. They're just, I just want to be that because I love that. All my friends like it's like the only music a lot of kids in high school and middle school listened to a couple years ago, and uh, it just never hit me. I, um, I had fun like playing drums along with some of those songs or whatever, but I don't have like a song I like by them. Which is weird because I feel at the end of the day, as terrible as it is, like every band has one has their one song, mm-hmm. like Front Bottoms, Twin Size Mattress, Great song. like Great song. every band has their song, and uh, that's the only Front Bottom song by the way. They, they only release one song. That's the only one. Yeah, that's it. Um, Talent like, of the Hawk is a banger. That's my favorite. By the it's my favorite. It's a tough like. It's a tough call, but I've I've told them multiple times like Talon's my favorite. Yeah, um, but. Uh, yeah, every band's got one song. Twenty One Pilots does not have the song for me. I guess their their cover of uh, <laughs> of uh, Elvis. Was, he didn't even write it, um, but whatever. But I don't know. They're still they're very hardworking. They are amazing in the studio. They're great songwriters. I just don't like vibe with any of their songs. Yeah, makes sense. That's a yeah. very respectable take. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like way. they they do it. They do it well. Yeah, um, they're talented. If you have time, like YouTube them like from years ago back when they were like a four-piece band and look at them doing smaller shows it's a totally different band it's crazy like it's very much like they like they took something and then changed it completely into like 
something that hit. Like they've hit big time, oh, like yeah. really big. Yeah. They're like Imagine Dragons to you. Yeah. yeah, but I I think I give uh, Twenty One Pilots a lot more respect than Imagine Dragons. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like oh god. Cut that out. What Imagine Dragons? No, hell yeah. Oh really? Want to look the. Can you, oh, can no, you, no, you gave a look. She, she looked over at me. I was like, I'm oh, so man. sorry. I, I mean, slipped. I I'm sorry. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> she looked, looked at me. This like, is going oh, on man. SoundCloud. They're gonna check. Do you love Twenty One Pilots? And I'm just like ruining. Yeah, Lana, my what's your take? in front of you right now. Just tell us. I'll repeat what you say. <laughs> you hate them, Alana. What? what? Why do you hate I them? She has seen them in concert twice. Twice. I am not a fan of their newest stuff, though. Not a mm-hmm. fan of their newest stuff. Uh, Trench? Trench, yeah. Yeah. Haven't... I like the red aesthetic more than the yellow aesthetic, not gonna lie. What, mm-hmm. the, like the blurry face? Yeah. Yeah. Though I'm not a fan of the whole fan base. You know, going to that concert yeah. with my best friend. It was like, They're kind of like culty. Fun, but then everybody's like in their black and their red. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a lot of like high school, middle school. Is Car Radio their song? Yeah. Like, is that their yeah. like? Um, that's their song. I it's stressed out. Stressed out. I think is the biggest oh, one. Oh yeah. Now. If I could turn back to. Oh or, my god. Yeah, yes. Ride. Don't like that song that's a big at all. Song too. Like that. Oh no! I had it. I forgot about that song. Yeah. That was my whole summer. Was teaching every eleven-year-old ride. <laughs> I hate that song. Oh my god. Because the kids had to rap too. And like, oh god, like, oh, so bad. Ah, oh. it's like kids' bop. I think, um, you know, we've been interviewing for a while. I think we should end on a good note to all the eleven-year-olds out there who wanna, who's who are listening to WTSR on SoundCloud. What do you want to leave them to inspire them to continue playing music? Uh, be a SoundCloud rapper. No, I'm <laughs> and that's the interview. SoundCloud Thank rapper. you. <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> much. Bye. <laughs> Nah, do you have an answer? Uh, we'll be for serious. an eleven-year-old to yeah. like, for anybody trying oh, to pursue. Don't music. listen to anyone. Don't listen to anyone. Just do it. Just do it. DIY. Listen, you could become Twenty-One Pilots, and in twenty years, you'll have, you know, stupid guys like us on a podcast talking about how we don't like you. There's no formula. Your your mom might work at a bank, and that's cool. She likes that. That's her thing. Your dad might work at a grocery store. That's cool. That's his thing. They're not wrong, but they're also not right. And nobody really knows. Anyone could blow up. You could blow up. Just do it. Write songs. Be honest. Be nice to every single person you meet. Because the world is so small. And just do it. Just like find what you love and do it. And do it 100%. That's it. You can do it. Just do it. All right. Awesome. Uh, thanks to Guy from Idle Wave. Thanks to Dylan. Dylan, you have a last thing to say? Shout out Guy. Shout out Guy. All right. Shout out Seamus. Shout out Seamus. Well, uh, if you're listening, thanks for listening to 91.3 FM WTSR at the College of New Jersey. Open your mind.